Cuphead and all hope listeners, you're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya folks, old man Grognard here. Welcome to Wednesday. The older I get, the weeks get shorter. I don't know about that. Okay, it's two days after my Monday game, which went very well. Now i got to plan more stuff. And my grandson is going to try his first game this week for, with a few friends of his and his brother. So we'll see how that... I'll hear about that next week. Maybe we can talk about it. But in the meantime, I have a voicemail, which is the crux of this episode, which is from Rich from Cockatrice... It's from Rich from Cockatrice Nuggets. Take it away, Rich. Hey, Glenn, this is Rich from Cockatrice Nuggets. I just want to say I love the, you're talking about prep there and uh, preparing to improvise. I think that's a, a big part of this, this uh, the, imp, the improvising GM that no one really talks about. Uh, you, can't, you can't just improvise off the cuff. You have to have stuff prepared. Um, I use a lot of random tables. I have a lot of scenes that are stuck in my head. I got a lot of fallbacks that I have. Um, and this is, uh, the, the whole improv and say yes stuff is all taken from like, um, the stand-up comedy improv scene. And if, uh, I, have heard interviews with, um, uh, improvers that, uh, play D and D and that's what they say. They say that you don't go in empty. You go up on stage with like five or six things in your head and you can crank those out because you've already got them memorized and they're, they're your shtick kind of thing. So, uh, prepare to improvise. That's great advice. Talk to you soon. Thank you very much, Rich. I appreciate that. Yes, that was pretty much the crux of that last episode, but I the the improv comedy thing is very very apropos because you should have something. You don't Here's the thing. If you're going to ad lib, I mean, everybody should have something prepped at the table, but if you're going to ad lib, never go in cold ever. Unless it's a desperate situation. And I don't know about too many GMs who have players hold gun to their heads and say, run it or die. But there are things you can do. Let's go over some of those things that you can prep for. Now, this is general. This is outside of prepping for this session, unless it's the first session. I'll get into that in a minute. But I want to talk about general prep. What you should have. I found a sheet online that was done by Cy Flourish, Michael Shea of the Lazy Dungeon Master, and I don't know where, I don't know how I got it. I went on his site, I couldn't find it, but it's basically a chart of just a, a two-page chart of a list of things that you can that you can have for your game, and they're all done. It looks like a, D, a D20 roll or pick them. It's got things like, these are some of the things you should have, like lists of names, and this is in a chart, uh, this is in a table, it's just like, it gives you about 50 names, and you can modify that later, I'll get to that later. Character frameworks, in other words, what kind of personality they have, and they give you suggestions from TV, movies, books, lore, things like that. 20 NPC traits, 20 NPC occupations, movie-inspired quests, adventure seeds, dungeon locations, dungeon room effects, dungeon rooms, dungeon room details, forbidden artifacts, monsters, 
And these are all D20 tables. Traps, treasure, and environmental defect, effect, defects. Environmental effects. And this is just two pages. I mean, it isn't much, but it's something to start with. There's also good books out there like, which I've talked before, about before, Table Fables 1 and 2. There's also Tome of Adventure Design, things like that, where you can draw from. Don't bring the big books to the table if you can help it. Take stuff out of them. And these are like general things you should have. I mean, number one, everybody should have a list of names. I've made a couple of lists of names that I print out and I keep with my GM stuff. And these are just general things that, you know, you at the spur of the moment, if somebody comes up with something and you got to react to it, you just look up there, okay, I'll take that and that. And then you come back with something. That's how you, that's how you improvise. Now... That's general impro That's general prep for that, for improvisation. More specific, if you're doing a certain game, like I say, you're playing in the Forgotten Realms or, or your own creation or Lankmar or someplace like that, you should have at home, like, so if you're, it's not your own, you should have the source, at least one of the source books, main source book. If it's your own stuff, you should have your notes that you wrote and those are your those are your prep for improvisation. You figure out where the characters are. Like last uh, Monday, Astonishing Swordsmen, Sorcerers of Hyperborea. I found out where they are, what area of Hyperborea they are in. I opened the main book and looked at things like I read about the area. Those those can give you plot hooks right there. But I read about the area, what they're dealing is. They're in the the. Fields of Gar, Gore, <laughs> Gur, Gur, thank you. It's the Gall Hills, dummy. Thank you, Brain. And they're in that area, and they're heading to a certain city called Borgarest. And it tells you, okay, it's plains, rolling hills, maybe a few rock outcroppings. That's about it. Very pleasant. There's a lot of sheep herders in that area. They do a lot of sheep stuff. So... Armed with that knowledge, write that down. You know, plains, outcroppings, rolling hills, sheep. Okay, there you go. Now, I have another chart you can get from the Hyperborea website. Uh, somebody broke down random encounters based on the areas in Hyperborea. So I look at the random encounter chart on that, carry that with me, and it breaks it down. And those are your random encounters right there for that part of the for that part of the the adventure. And so you should have those two things. And these things also suggest things while you're playing. It suggests things like NPCs, the type of NPC. You're gonna see a lot of sheep herders and herding dogs and Maybe wolves, dire wolves that attack the sheep. You think about the kind of monsters and flora and fauna that are going to be around there. The uh, there tends to be, well, I throw gnolls everywhere, but at in the adventure, and there's druids because because the, the Celts are the are the ones in this area that are prominent, and Celts are a combination of what do they say? Irish, Scottish, Pictish, and one other. I can't remember. So I play them mainly as Scotsmen, which which fits into the thing because 
of the area because they rent a lot of sheep. They do a lot of wool because I can play them as Australian, but I would rather play them as Scotsman because that fits. And also because of that, a lot of pe- there's a lot of druids that hold sway over this area. People listen to them. They're advisors to tribes and things like that. So they will run into maybe a druid or a sheep or they 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 ran in first thing they ran into was a black bear. Hey, I'm not gonna argue with the chart at this point. Our magician lightning bolted it, so they had something to eat. Second random encounter I rolled, black bear. No, we're not doing a black bear again. But I what I, I rolled a druid, and so they read this druid on the road who knew a little something about the guy they were trying to rescue. And the magician basically strong-armed the the druid into telling what he knows and to pretend that he charmed him. And the druid was just started acting crazy, and he winked at the guy. And then he was on his way because everybody seemed... He was intimidated by everybody. He was scared. He was on... He was he had a little camp at a rock outcropping and he was riding a donkey, so he got on his donkey and left. He went over the rise and they were getting ready to go, and all of a sudden the druid and the donkey are racing back to the outcropping, screaming, and about fifty feet ahead of them were about eight knolls whooping and hollering and trying to kill him. Because they're hungry. They had I had seven knolls and one knoll leader who was like three times as big. And so they had a nice little fight there while the druid went and hid. And so that was our random encounter. So and I couldn't I had to think on my feet on that one because okay, he takes off. This is kind of dull. I haven't had a fight. So I pulled out the knolls and the knolls, knolls were in the area. The knolls tend to be a lot of places, not just the desert and such, but the knolls in the area, and I just went with that. Okay, it's this terrain. These are the monsters. They're hungry. Boom, we got an encounter. Let's go. And I improvised the thing. I had All I had to do was sit down. I already had the knoll stats written out because I was going to use them for something else, and I had all the hit points worked out. So, okay, bring it. Let's go. So that's what we, that's what they did. This is the kind of thing you have to have. These these are standard things that should be in your DM bag of tricks, your GM bag of tricks. Just little lists like this or one sheet or something. Just something you can glance at and go you and just give it a moment's thought and go, "Oh, or if you can't be that quick on your feet, you they do something you tell them to take a break for about 10 15 minutes look over your lists your brain starts working write a few things down okay breaks over let's go that's how you do it that's how you, that's called thinking on your feet and it's quite a talent that you see i, I talked bits and pieces about this in other episodes but i just I kind of wanted to codify it in this one so go ahead do likewise if you want to talk to me about it Send me an email at oldmangrognar at gmail.com, or you can voicemail me at Anchor. We are monetized now, so as little as 99 cents a month, you can help me support, you can support the show, and I would thank you. Once again, thank you to Jonathan and Oliver for supporting the show, and I appreciate it. So until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.
questions, comments, send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. <laughs>